Welcome to the Dr. Renee Sunday Show, where it's not too late to shine. We bring you transformative information for small business owners, entrepreneurial insight, wisdom, and secrets to aid you to be seen, be heard, and get paid, to catapult your life to more impact, success, and freedom. Now, please welcome your host, the platform builder herself, Dr. Renee Sunday. Welcome, 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 everybody. This is the Dr. Renee Sunday Show, and I am Dr. Renee Sunday. I am the platform builder. We love it when you come to check on us. But you know what? What we're here to do is bring awareness, education, that we all, I'm included, that we can make wise decisions. So we bring you amazing people that's going to share valuable information that you need to jot down, you need to listen, and guess what? We need to apply it. Our life. <laughs> we have to implement a thing, right? We have to do that in order to be changed, right? And this is the process. I am your host. I am Dr. Renee Sunday, the platform builder. And you know what I do. I, guess what I do? <laughs> I actually help you identify your purpose if you're not aware. And we want to actually build a platform so you can be seen, be heard, and get paid. We do that through a lot of different mediums from podcasting, media, magazines, television, getting your business solid, and through nonprofits. So a lot of ways that we do that. But the key is to be seen, be heard, and what? Get paid. But we want to stop a minute and say thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting us in all the things that we do. You download us over on iTunes. You check us out on YouTube. You go to our website, and you support us on social media. So we thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, I love having guests all the time, but we've been in the green room. My team said, come on, will y'all get started? <laughs> but I love talking to fellow people with a great heart that actually have a passion for what they do. We have the amazing Michaela Taylor here. She Look, she started writing poetry at the age of what? 13. You see what I'm saying? She has a love for poetry. We're going to hear all about how she expressed herself through her writing, how she actually, you know, how emotions come out in the things that she writes about. And, and she is a published author. She's going to tell us about that. And, you know, the thing about what we need to realize is, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, the things that we do from music, from writing, from poetry, we're actually telling a story that we actually let someone know what's on our heart. So this is what she's going to actually do to us while we have this conversation. But also she's going to tell us how the amazing experience and journey she's had in regards to publishing this. And actually she's going to tell you what you can, what, you know what the word is, purchase <laughs> of material, okay, and publications. But we want to welcome, welcome to the Dr. Renee Sunday show, Ms. Michaela Taylor. Are you there? Good morning. Yes, I'm here. Wow, we just thank you for being here. Do us a favor and tell us a little bit more about yourself and the amazing things that's going on in your life. Well, I have been definitely busy um, since the last time we spoke. Um, Back then, I think I had published maybe two or three books by that time. Right now, I'm sitting at seven books published. Um. You can get all types of poetry from me, everything from the very emotional to the very in-depth. You could get some self-love in there. 
and a little bit of erotica for the ones that are um, looking for that as well. I also um, have been in, I guess you could say I've been in production with making my T-shirts and stuff like that, that um, once I get my website together, I will also be putting that in the works of um, publication and things like that so people can know where to go get them. I have been on the move the last time we spoke I was in Baton Rouge. Now I'm in Tampa, Florida, living my best life. And um, basically I'm just, you know, I've been doing a lot of open mic nights and trying to get my name out there and let people know that, you know, poetry is here. Poetry is still alive, you know, and, you know, it's okay to express yourself in a very healthy manner, (laughs) which is through our words. So that's pretty much me in a nutshell. I've I've pretty much just been writing. I can't I couldn't stop writing if I wanted to. I'm supposed to be taking this year off from writing and I wanna say since I've taken a sabbatical I've wrote I've written a whole new book, I guess you could say. I was supposed to stop at my last book, but then I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm just gonna send my, my editor another book. And whatever she do with it, that's what she do with it. She could hold it for a year or she could, you know, release it this year. But um, I, I just, I love poetry. Poetry is my first love. And uh, it's one of those things where, you know, you're either born to do it or you're taught to do it. And I think I was born definitely to be a poet. Hmm. I love that. Ladies and gentlemen, did you get what she said? She wanted to stop writing. She can't stop writing. Isn't that right? So you know that's your gift. That That's an amazing gift that you have received. So you have to don't stop. I really get it. Like I, like I always say. But, Michaela, let me ask you this, though, because uh, what we had said earlier that you started, at, you know, when you were maybe 13, right, and probably prior to that. Then, um, but tell us how you – how do you – because we're expressing how we feel, how emotions, what's going on in our life. Uh, tell us how that actually got started for you. Because a lot of people, you know, we have these things that we're going through. We have the emotions, but we mm-hmm. have trouble actually putting it on paper or even, you know, nowadays we can talk it and, it, you know, and it goes to the paper. But in regards of getting it out of your mind, if you will, or your subconscious and getting it actually in a and on paper or getting it in some form of a of a writing format. How, how, tell us about that. How you actually were able to overcome actually getting it out of your mind. Well, considering that I grew up adopted and things like that, I went through a whole. I suffered two childhood traumas, I guess you could consider it that. Um, One was molestation by a family member, and the second thing was, um, I guess you could say, I was sexually assaulted at the age of 14. So it's like those two things I held in for a very long time. I didn't tell anybody, not even my mom at, at the time, Um, so poetry was one of those things that was my escape. It was one of those things where 
it was it was almost like a diary to where I could sit up there and I could write my feelings, my thoughts out on paper, and nobody would judge me about it. Nobody would sit up there and say that it was my fault or nobody would look down on me because it was my personal journal. And so the more I wrote, I started realizing that, you know, I had a gift because I would go back and read it, but I wouldn't recognize the fact that I wrote it myself. I was like, did I write this? And I want to say it was in high school when my English teacher, um, I forgot her name, but she was such a sweetheart. She was like, you need to put your work out there. You have a gift. And at the time, I was so angry at the world, I didn't want to share my gift with anybody. So I kept it to myself for a very long time. Um so once I did get the strength within myself to put it out, unfortunately, it was right after my mom passed away because I wrote a poem for her um, funeral. And right after mm-hmm. the eulogy was uh, read, it was my turn to get up there and read the um, poem and things like that. And it's it's amazing because after the funeral, everybody's like, you know what, we should put you over our knees so they can us cry, we was trying to hold it together, but the more you read, we felt it. And I was like, you know what? It's time. It's time to just get out there and stop living in the shadows, stop living in my insecurities, and just put my work out there. Now, I started self-publishing, and my editor would tell you (laughs) when I when I gave her my files for my self-publishing before we had reintroduced my um, books to the world, she was like, sweetie, (laughs) I give you an A for effort, but you did not do these books right, sweetie. But it it was the fact that I just wanted to get my, I guess I wanted to get it out there while it was on my mind, while while it was fresh. And, And the fact that my editor came along and she helped me, Revise my books so I could put them out the right way. It was a blessing in itself, and um, I'm so grateful for her doing that for me. Hmm. I love it. <laughs> because the thing about it is, it's, it's amazing when people. It's two things that we want to highlight. One mm-hmm. that she she actually shared with you because some it takes a strong person to share with you what needs to be addressed. And number two, uh-huh. she received it, and you've received the blessings from that because she shared. And I like people that actually tell me, like, okay, this is not going to do good. This, we need to redirect this. Let's do plan, uh, not uh, plan A and B, but let's go to C and D. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and that's oh, what she I, said. I she was that. like, she was like, you did good with some of them, but some of them are slightly off-centered. Some of them are, you know, using too much paper for this. And, like, I was like, okay, well, you know, I received that. Help me, please. Like, I need help. <laughs> well, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. And, 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 the, and what we should learn from that, ladies and gentlemen, that it's okay. And, you know, you hear this all the time, but it really is true. 
that it does take the village. It does take the village, mm-hmm. you know, of raising kids. We, but also in your business, in your journey, if you're a writer, if you, you know, if you even have your own brick and mortar business, if you have your own nonprofit, all of those things, it actually takes a village. Because one thing, let me tell you this on a personal level, you would not see me do a website. Now, I can tell you what I think will be good on the website, but actually getting in there and tinkering, my team busts at me all the time because I go in there and try to tinker something, and next thing you know, they got to go and fix it. So I've learned, okay, <laughs> I've learned to actually make sure I just send them what I think will be best to change and then let them go in and change it. So I'm thanking Grace <laughs> that you told us about that. And ladies and gentlemen, just point this out as well. It's a journey in writing your poetry. It's a journey in writing your book. The key is mm-hmm. starting the process. Don't you think so, Michaela? Because so many people yes. don't start the process of actually doing it. Exactly. And I, I've seen so many people, like, once I got my foot in the door with my editor and we put, you know, my first two books out, I started reaching out to other people that I do that wrote poetry too, and I'm like, look, we both been sitting up there putting our stuff on Facebook for free. Now it's time for the world to pay for our, you know, not really pay for our gifts, but for the world to know our gifts. And if they want to pay for it, cool. If they don't, at least you know it's out there, whether it's in a library whether it's in Barnes and Noble, you're putting your gift out there and you're not holding it to yourself. And I always tell people that it is very important that when God gives you a gift to unwrap it, don't just put it somewhere, excuse me, don't just put it somewhere to yourself. He gave you that gift to share with the world. So how dare you have the audacity to keep something that he gave you a purpose to share with the world and keep it to yourself. That's selfish. So, like, I talk to people all the time. I'm like, let your gift shine. The only failure in anything is not trying, and as long as you try, you're winning. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) So I always have to talk to my friends about this. I'm like, I am pushing, I'll be 40 this year, and I am a late bloomer. But I make no apologies for it because of the simple fact that if I would have started it, started the process of publishing my books when I wanted to publish my books, it would have been done right. Or I would have got signed to a publishing company, and they probably would have butchered my work and made it something that they thought was, you know, proper, but not really heartfelt. So, you know, just you sometimes you got to pray on it, and when it's your time, you'll know because you're going to feel it in your spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and you and, and and if you keep if you continue, I've learned if you <laughs> if you continue to ignore it, God uh-huh. will send people, and then you'll be like, okay, why well, I can't sleep because this is all on my mind. So you actually <laughs> you end up being pushed. In, yes, yes, he he has ways of making sure you you actually gonna do what he needs you to do because. We need to think bigger. Let me say this quickly. We need to think mm-hmm. bigger of ourselves because our vision, if your vision just takes you 
you're not dreaming big enough. Mm-hmm. Because our purpose in life is not just for us and, and for our family. It's actually to make a world impact. So you never know what you're writing, what the purpose. Even, you know, people say, well, I, do, I just fix people's hair. Well, no. When we have our hair fixed and we dress, we feel good about what we have on, guess what? We have more confidence. We feel better about ourselves. And they say, you know, we'll be in that boardroom, you know, really landing a million-dollar contract that's going to impact mm-hmm. all the kids in the world because we feel better about ourselves and we'll be able to express the mission that we have inside. So never belittle the things that you think that your purpose is not as big as somebody else you see all on social media or on TV. All of us have a purpose and all of us have a lot to give. I, I'm sorry I had to say that, but because some people Amen. think that, you know, that, that it, it, yes, it, it makes a difference and we need to realize that we're a part of this amazing uh, things that's going on in our life. <laughs> I know that's right. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. For anyone, uh, tell us, let's stop here a minute and then let's circle back a minute. Because uh, you briefly uh, said about the T-shirt line and then the poetry. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit more about, uh, you know, uh, of course you're feeling your, you know, how you're speaking to us that is motivational, inspirational. But tell us about some of the pieces and uh, if you're at liberty uh, of, of saying how that's going to stem over into your T-shirt brand. Well, my poetry and my T-shirt brand Honestly, it's two separate things. I'm a I'm a mesh them together eventually, uh, but my t-shirt brand is more along the lines of different. Um, like one has my blog talk, uh, fast life on the move, trademark name on it, and the other one has a name on it from one of my poems that I writ written a long time ago. Um, but my poetry, I feel as though my poetry and my T-shirt line will eventually mesh together in the way of I have so many inspirational quotes that I always say on a daily or I always post on my Facebook, and it always resonates with someone. And you can always tell when something resonates with somebody because it's it's shared more than five times. If something is shared more than five times, somebody got the message and it didn't take no time after they liked your post. That's just like I always tell people, um, it can't be too many hands in the pot because you'll never know what's going in and what's coming out. And people <laughs> people always would sit up there and take that court. They was like, huh? What is you saying? I'm like, that means when you're in a situation, if it's supposed to be two people in a situation, you cannot allow outside individuals to come in and put hands in that situation or it's going to either go left or it's going to go off. Either way it goes, it's not going to go the way that it's supposed to go because the two people that's in the situation is supposed to solve their problems themselves within that within the, the the whole unit. So with my poetry, especially with my self motivation poems and 
Um, I call it self-love poems. I try to put out the message that the moment that you let society label who they think you should be or the way that you should talk or the way that you should act is the moment that you lose yourself. You lose that light that always helps people find the shine that is within you. But the moment that you live your truth and you live it abundantly and out loud and proud, that is the moment that people learn you. And they either going to accept you or they not. It's not your job to make somebody to accept who you are. And that's one of the things that I write about, another thing is dealing with um, society, the way they treat, you know, homeless people. I have a poem that's uh, called Focus, and this particular poem is dealing with the fact that people are focused on the wrong thing. You focus on getting $100 shoes when they got somebody that barely has shoes on their feet. You focus on the fact that, oh, you don't want to eat the same leftovers day after day, but they have people that don't even have nothing to eat. So it's like I write so much stuff, and it amazes me to the point to where I was stuck in the same lane of writing the same stuff for a very long time until I had a mentor that came to me and she was like, are you telling a story or are you just writing to be writing? Because if you're writing to be writing, you could, you know, anybody could do that. But I need you to dig deeper. And once I started digging deeper into things that I saw around me, especially around the time that they was doing all um, all these uh, police brutality shootings and things like that, I wrote a poem in dedication to Alton Sterling. Um, And I think that is the most that I've ever written as far as eye-opening. Like, I don't think anybody really followed that story because, for one thing, I was in Baton Rouge at the time when it happened. And the fact that it was so close to home, I was like, wow. For the longest time, I was like, well, you know, that would never happen in Baton Rouge, but it did. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it happened in Baton Rouge the, at the time and the climate that it did, I was like, this world has truly lost its mind. And we definitely, I think that year is the first year that I've ever seen my city pull together like that. Because people are so busy on the go, on the go, they don't really pay attention to each other's trials or tribulations or things like that. And I had to sit up there, I looked at the news every day, and I'm like, I am so proud of my city because we're coming together. You saw everybody. So eventually what I plan on doing later on is with my T-shirt line, it's going to have a lot of motivational quotes. It's going to have a lot of inspirational quotes. 
it's going to definitely have a lot of funny quotes because I'm not serious all the time. So it's definitely going to have funny quotes as well. But I just want people to realize that while they are sitting here running around like a chicken with their head cut off, pointing fingers and things like that, at the end of the day, if the world got, you know, God forbid or whatever, if the world or the earth was to explode tomorrow, it's not going to just be one type of people left living. Everybody's gone. So I'm still trying to figure out why or how does people even have the the mindset of not realizing that you're under an umbrella that could easily blow away tomorrow and you're going to get wet with everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's right. Wow. Girl, you ain't said it. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, well, you gotta actually. She's gonna tell us how we can actually get her publications and connect with her. But your stuff is the real, real. The stuff that people don't wanna. They act like they don't wanna talk about, but stuff that actually needs to be talked about. Um, and this mm-hmm. is a young lady that's saying this, and and that's what we actually need. We need to not try to avoid it. We actually need to actually talk about it, have a conversation and be respectful of each other having a different opinion or having the same opinion. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with having different opinions. It's just all about, you know, like my mom used to tell me all the time, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. You know, everybody deserves respect, no matter what the age is, you know, or the color or the whatever. You know, everybody deserves respect. And I, I try to live my life that way. And when I write, I try to keep that in mind that, you know, everybody that read my books is not going to like it. They're not going to agree with the content that's in it. But that is okay because at the end of the day, everybody is put here on this earth to do one thing. And as long as you do that one thing before your eyes close eternally, then you serve your purpose. That's right. <laughs> Lord Jesus. But girl, oh Lord, she got me going. Now you know, um you know, time goes by so quickly here. Michaela, please any um mm-hmm. last minute things you wanna share with us and then please tell us how we can um, get your publications and also tell us how we can um, support you in social media with the amazing things that you're doing. Okay. Well, I normally do what I consider uh, a thought of the day. So I'm going to just leave um, the listeners with my thought of the day for the day. And that is when you open your eyes, are you living? Just to breathe, or are you breathing to exist? Because trust me, there is totally a difference in the two, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Y'all can follow me on um, Instagram at author underscore Michaela underscore Taylor. You can also follow me on Twitter, author underscore Michaela. I also have 
a YouTube page which is under Michaela Taylor. And I have a Facebook business page, which is under Michaela Taylor. So any of those venues you can follow me on. I also have MP3 playbacks on Reverb Nation and SoundCloud. And you can purchase my books on Amazon.com. Or you could go to com and purchase them there. So that's where y'all can find me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, first of all, we want to thank you for being in your purpose, but also we want to thank you for taking time out your busy schedule of being a guest here with us on the Dr. Renee Sunday Show. If you need us for anything, please, please don't hesitate to contact us. Thank you, and it was a pleasure, and thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, she's so powerful, I can't wait to, ooh, yes, 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 yes. Just play back what she said. It just made me just go into a high gear, okay? But, you know, the thing about it is everyone has a voice. You have a voice. So, you know, and everyone has a purpose, like she said. What are you doing? You know, it's time out, and I'm not belittling fear because I had to go through that myself. It takes the whole village. So get someone uh, accountability partner. It can be someone in your family, but a lot of times it's actually somebody out of your family. And if that person hurts you, listen, come on, let's keep moving forward because some people do have their own motives. So just move, keep moving forward. That's all I got to say because I've been there, okay? <laughs> all right, I got the T-shirt, as they say, you know, from it, okay, and the bag of chips and all that they used to say about it. But what we need to do is keep moving forward because somebody right now is praying for you. Somebody right now is praying to see which way they need to go, and you have the answer. So we actually need to make sure we move forward. You know, you know, if we can help you with anything here at the uh, Dr. Renee Sunday Show, let us know. You know, I'm a, a certified anesthesiologist, board certified anesthesiologist, so I, I, we know mental health is real. So you want to chat? Um, I can get you to somebody. We can chat. I'm a counselor myself. We we actually need to help. And this ain't confidential. Nothing to be on social media. Amen. Okay. And if you want to be a guest on our podcast, start your own podcast. Finally write that book. Start your own magazine or TV show. Business tips and strategies or you want to launch your podcast, get in contact with us. Our contact information is ReneeSunday.com, which is R-E-N-E-E, Sunday, S-U-N-D-A-Y.com. We want you to please, please remember, you do have a calling, you do have a reason you're born. You're not a must. No matter what you think, no matter what someone has already told you or telling you right now, you're not a mistake. We have to do three things. We have to believe, we have to trust, and we have to walk it out. And you know what we got to do. We got to don't stop, say it with me, get it, get it, right? <laughs> And what are we getting? We're getting our purpose and getting our purpose now. Amen? Yeah, we're going to say amen to that, okay? Yes, yes, okay? <laughs> but we'll see you guys next time. We love you, love you so much here at the Dr. Renee Sunday Show, and we'll see you next time. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.